0: I'm 37 years old. Um, I've had tricks since I was about um, 16 or 17, it's kind of, of, of a blurry, I be, I guess it pretty much started at 16 and, um, hit its peak at 17. Um, so it was a little, it wasn't too early in my life. Um, I did bite. I, I had been a nail biter my whole life. So, um, I, you know, that's a little more, uh, um, I guess common than than tricks. So then it was my hair. Um, slowly but surely, it was before straighteners, and I have wavy hair. Um, so I, I would be super bored in my chemistry class, and just kind of you know sitting on my desk, and eventually getting so tired, and touching my head would feel good, and catching those um wavy strands that I didn't get with my straightener and eventually just pulling and I can't even believe that you know now that I'm talking about this it's crazy how quickly things just progress and then um over time it just sort of was comforting to me and you know kind of spiraled out and within a year um, I was noticing bald spots mm-hmm. So how did it progress through your life from 17 from your hair? Um so it would be um it would come and go. I mean it always it was always there but the um severity would 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 come and go. There were, you know, I'd always I feel like I will always touch my hair um but I won't always be in the position to pull as much or ha- be in, in in such an anxious state to pull um so there would be you know a couple years where you couldn't tell that I had any bald spots um you know I wasn't doing it as much and so maybe I was spreading it out and it was um, growing quicker than I was able to pull but then there were a couple years where you know it it would, you could tell that there were some major bald spots and um, thinness and I had to keep it short. Kind of like right now is a, is a bad time where I have to keep it up all the time um, because it's really bad on the crown right now. And also it's never one spot. It's, you know, like senior year of college, it was here. You know, a few years ago it was right here. Now it's the crown. You know, cause I always, I try to even it out and it never, it's never, it's never like that. So it just comes, it comes and goes and it's been really bad since COVID. Um, and I also moved from Texas to California three and a half years ago. So that was right before COVID started. So I was, you know, by myself a little anxious and lonely and prime time to pool. So Um, so yeah, it's just kind of, like I said, it's always there, but the severity comes and goes and fluctuates. Mm -hmm. I can totally relate to, um, you know, COVID. I pulled my eyelashes out completely. It was the first time in like 10 years and I'm still now trying to get back to where Mm -hmm. I was. And I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, I, now I don't know if I can. It's, you know, it's really hard. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and it's, you know, you think, oh, yeah, when, you know, when I'm older, you know, and, and have things going on, I'm a little busier, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to grow out of it or I'm going to, you know, I'm, it, it won't, it won't affect me as much. And that's just not the case with it. And, um, you know, every, I'm learning more about it every day, just living with it. And so is that, you know, just as much as everybody else who doesn't have it. I mean, it's and and it's different for everybody, so but it's it's definitely um humbling. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's a it's yeah, builds character <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. When did you find out that there was a name for this behavior you were doing? So, um, when I was about 17, so maybe a year and a half after I started. Um, I finally told my mother. I said, "I think I, I don't think this is right. I can't stop pulling my hair." Um, and it, we found out a couple weeks later that my paternal first cousin also suffers from trichotillomania. Um, her dad, my dad's brother, told my dad. And that's when, you know, I went online and um, searched because it wasn't it wasn't widely known. First of all, it was 2003, so we weren't on our phones or the internet all the time. I mean, it's something I had to like really search for on the internet. But I found it, (laughs) and I found out about it just by searching the name trichotillomania, and um, you know that it's a lot, you know, it can be, um, a, a, what's the word, um, uh, when you're, sorry, when you're related to somebody who has the same condition, uh, um, oh, hereditary, yeah, hereditary, come on, yeah, hereditary, um, and so I felt a little, a little more com- comforted by that fact, you know, that it's, it's just something that that happens. And um, I'm not the only one in the world who who has something like that. And it made me feel a little comforted as well to know that it's, you know, it's, it's along the lines of nail biting. It's, 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 it's just which I had suffered from as well. But so, you know, so do a lot of other people. Um, However, it's still, you know, my cousin and I lived in different cities, we Um, we didn't really talk to each other about it until several, like recently, actually, we just sort of understood that we both had it. Um, And it wasn't really accepted by um, a lot of people around us. So that's why we kind of kept quiet about it for a really long time. So when I learned, you know, I, I would try to do research on it as much as possible. I also have Uh, I was born with congenital medical issues. So that wasn't, you know, as it was very serious to me, but I also had other things that, um, you know, I had to kind of also focus on Um, and those obviously obviously took precedent because it's my physical health. Um, It was, you know, it needed attention at that time. And, um, you know, so unfortunately at times I'd have to, and this, I'm not saying this is right at all because psychological health is extremely important, but I had to almost put it on the back burner for, you know, certain times in my life because my physical health had to come first. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why it wasn't really talked about within my family as well, because, you know, there were other fish to fry. And and so, um, but yeah, when we, when we found out about it, um, that's kind of how it, how it happened. And no, I, you know, I, we were like, no one else had ever heard about it before. I mean, to this day, only because Amy Schumer came out with her story, still a lot of people don't know what it is and don't know that it is. It does align with, uh, you know, skin picking and nail biting. It's just, you know, women tend to really love their hair and that's one of their, redeeming you know if anything their best qualities and so how dare you (laughs) pull your pull your hair from your scalp but nail bindings okay right it's just it's just crazy to me but that's kind of how how we found out about it and how we found out that you know my cousin had it as well and that it was it could it can be hereditary so yeah so when you first told mom about it what was her response like um just she didn't really understand she does now but it no none of my family members understood they just thought that i could stop of course and um you know thought that maybe I didn't mind them, you know. Tell you know, calling me out on it, but it also it, it was it was sort of it was just hard for every. It was hard for them to understand, and but now they 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 understand because it hasn't gone away. It wasn't a phase. It's and and because it is you know a little more known, and there's been more research on it. Um, they're much more understanding now. But I can't say that they were at the beginning, even Mm -hmm. though my husband had it or has it. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever want, because I know some people, they like being called out. They like want the accountability partner. Like if you notice my hands and my hair, say something. Was that something that was helpful for you or did it just make things worse? Well, I was an angsty, emotional teenager. So back then I didn't. Now I do. Um, now I appreciate it. And I almost get upset if nobody calls me out on it. But um, yeah, it's it definitely like halfway through, I decided, you know, I, I, I I need to be called out for this, from, you know, from people who are close to me. I mean, because, you know, also, I, if I had a really if I had a close boyfriend, and I, you know, ended up telling them about it,
1: you know, they, you know,
0: they would feel that they had it tell me to stop or pull my hair from my head and sometimes you know i would i would get an attitude about it um but now i'm very thankful and i accept it and i appreciate it so Mm -hmm. (laughs) now when you first told people like you said you know telling a boyfriend um how did that feel for you was it something you wanted to share or something like you felt like you had to Um, both a little bit, I I felt like right after I told, I would tell these people and friends like female friends, no one's ever had a problem with it. I mean, they accept it because a lot of them have like skin picking issues, nail biting issues, things like that. But when it came to like a boyfriend or a male um, companion, a couple, I mean, some, I would I would feel relieved right afterwards. But then my anxiety would just, you know, I would think, oh, my gosh, now they know and they're going to notice it even more. And I just I had I, I was under the impression that everybody was just so focused on the way that others looked, that it would really affect how they saw me and um, and, you know, they would be so turned off by that that they you know wouldn't even want to be with me even if they loved my personality i mean you know i try i would try to rationalize these irrational thoughts and um but so i would immediately feel relief and then like days later i would regret it because then i would be thinking that everything or every fight or every thing that i thought i was doing wrong was based on how they thought, what they thought of my, um, trichotillomania. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you first were pulling and having the spots, did you have people notice it without you sharing, like them it out, or is it mostly like, you know, you, you were ahead of it, you shared 1st I've been told that nobody really noticed, um, before I, the first time in high school, um, the first, roll around um which i guess lasted you know about a a year and a half or two years my hair was getting really thin and then that and then what was popular was that spiky hair in the back and then like the long in the front and so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut my hair like that because and then you know if there are any bald spots i'm just gonna spray it with they they had some some like scalp spray um even back then and so i would spray the bald spots. Um, I was told that no one really noticed before I cut my hair. Um, I I don't know if I believe that because it was really patchy, and I would see you know I'd see pictures of the back of my head, but um, it didn't. It I I think my it was just all in my head. Honestly, I don't think that anybody noticed. Um, my family members have definitely noticed since then when I have when it has gotten really bad. So, mm-hmm. but if I don't, you know, if there are people that I don't really hang around with as much as my family members or like my best friends, they, they, this is what they claim that they don't notice it. So I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> are there any places that are especially triggering for you? Like, you know, if you do this or you go here, you're going to probably pull a lot. The car. Like in traffic has been really bad, um, and since I moved to San Diego, traffic is just awful. So you know, before especially before COVID, and um, and then back when everybody was you know back or when everybody was started to go back to work, it it was bad um, in the car. So definitely the car, um, at work, if I have a desk job and nobody's around me at the computer I tend to do it too um so it's 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 uh, because a lot of it is boredom it's boredom and loneliness and when I'm anxious and so but I'm anxious a lot so if I'm anxious when I'm bored or lonely that's when it's like full-blown full-blown fooling mm-hmm I've noticed something similar with myself. Like if I'm on vacation, I'm not gonna be pulling that much. I'm in a whole different location. Right. I'm enjoying. Once I get home, woof, everything's gone. <laughs> like we're right. back to square one. Right, because part of it's comfort. I mean, part of it's comfort. Like if I wanna feel comfortable, I'm gonna just kind of fill my head and fill my hair and um get back to that comforting spot where it's just like and same in the car you know where you have everyone's driving so much they know like where to put their arm if they're parked or if they're driving you know and they're you know please drive with both hands but if you are driving with one hand and you have the other one you're in traffic or something yeah i mean it's just it's you know it's just it's all repetitive it's it's not just the actual pulling i mean it's it's where you are, what you're doing, where your, where your arm is, how that feels, where, you know, the comfort in that. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> do you do, do you, when you pull your hair, do you um, like rub it across your lips too? No, I actually don't. Um, I do play with it for a while, especially if it's a wiry, wavy piece, which a lot of my, since I do have wavy at hair and the, the strands are actually really thick then um, then I'll just play with it and, and you know um, until it breaks or until I'm ready to to throw it out. But I don't I, I'm not the, I don't bite it or anything. Um, I just play with it for you know a really long time. And also I think I try to play with it because when I'm playing with it, that's time. That I'm not pulling another strand, <laughs> just, you know. So, I try to play with it as as much as possible and as for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I have to pull that. When you per- are you know. in the car, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. No, I just no, I I have to pull that perfect strand. You know, it has to be the perfect strand, the perfectly imperfect one. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah. When you are in the car and you it's already a triggering zone are there things that you do to try not to get to that point where you're pulling or is it are you at the point now where you're like i'm gonna pull in here it's gonna happen um that's a good question i i do stop and think before a lot of the times and if i if i catch myself then i'll you know change the radio station or change what i'm listening to on spotify or you know and and this like i said it's usually when i'm in traffic so i'm already stopped i'm already going very very slowly so i have time to do something else um and so i i do actively try to do to to keep my hands busy in other ways like change change the radio station or something like that and then if i'm home it's it's, it's, it's actually a little more difficult because I'm, you know, I'm chilling at home. There's not really a whole, whole lot to do, even though there is. That's why exercising was a really good thing for me for, for a long time. But, um, you know, I'll grab the remote or I'll grab my phone and, um, or walk around the house and go, you know, try to talk to somebody, but I'll actively try to catch myself a lot. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what, this feels good right now. And I'm, I'm going to keep keep my hand keep my hand in my head so and you know i'm thinking i can just i can just sit here and play with it i'm just gonna play with it it's gonna be okay and then of course whatever happens you know i always end up pulling so i mean i try but it's it's not always successful Mm -hmm. have you ever tried to like track your days or like track the hairs if so how did that go for you yeah so um a a long time ago I did try to um, count the strands and then I would always um, go, I would always bend down and pick, try to scrape up the amount to see if it was any less than the day before and, or, you know, or any more. Um, But I was on an app for a while. it was it started to get very expensive I, but i can do it on my own but this this it was part of the app that i was paying for and it had me track um not the number of strands but the amount of times i pulled throughout the day and then what triggered it um it, you know that specific at that specific time which is actually difficult to do throughout the day because sometimes it's a lot and so you know i i or i forget or i'm working so If I it's if it's at the end of the day, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, how often I did it during that day. And which could either be a good thing or it could be, you know, a little depressing for the end of the day. So um now I do I just try to to track the amount of times um I'm pulling per day. Um, I mean, it's just right now it's not that important to me. Just right now what's important to me is finding things to do so that I don't even you know, so that I I that I it just significantly reduces the the urge. But mm-hmm. I've tried it in the past and and it was I mean, it was almost too much to to keep up with. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it can be some people love it. Some people love mm-hmm. they want to track the days that they don't yeah. pull. But it's it can be another thing. We're already trying to not do it. Now we have to track. It could be, it can be a lot. I can see why it's. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's, and I, I don't want to seem like I don't put in the work for it because that's not it at all. I just know what works, you know, at this point at 37 after 20 years, I know what works for me. You know, I know how often I do it during the day. It's not it's just so different that there's almost no point in me personally tracking it because it's just so different during, during the day, especially with COVID, with these changes, I'm probably moving soon, you know, so things just throughout my life, have, it's not, it's not regular enough for me to track. I already know what triggers it. Um, just cause it's been 20 years. And so right now my goal is finding the things that, will help the urges and keep, and trying to keep busy and getting back, you know, into a, a healthy lifestyle and a busy lifestyle. So that, um, because that's me, per- me personally, that's what helps me the most. Um, I've mm-hmm. tried, you know, the, the tracking, the, ther- you know, the, the specialty therapy and things like that, which it is very helpful to talk to somebody, but when you can't do that or when you, when I don't have that income, I know what I need to do. And it's, but it's just Mm -hmm. hard to get back into that state of mind and back into that daily routine. So yeah.
1: (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, but I just,
0: it's, you know, (laughs) yeah. Well, because it's, um, for many people, me included, it's like, I feel like my trick is forever And when I was younger and the doctors were like, you can stop. And I'm like, I can. And then I do all these things and then I'm unsuccessful. I'm like, well, I don't want to do these things. I'm trying my hardest. I'm still not seeing results. Maybe I have to change my thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and, and professionals know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing, but with trick, especially, it's so different in everybody that you can't pinpoint you know you can't really it's not going to help everybody it might for a little bit but some people may need a, a a combination of medicine and therapy and keeping busy some some may just need to keep busy and and you know eat healthy and and do what they need to do some people may you know need just therapy some people may just need medication i mean or you know it's just i really truly believe that everybody is different with with this. And it's just, it's not going to hurt for people to try everything though. I mean, the, I wanted to try that. I spent a lot of money on it. I don't regret it though, because I would, you know, I've always wonder, well, maybe that'll work. And I'm glad I tried it, but it just didn't work for me. And so I know what, what works the best and that's staying busy, medication and just eating healthy, you know, and exercising helps me a lot. So it's just, everybody's different and just what's so, I, I guess I, the, the enigma of trichotillomania is just, it's so different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Have you pulled from other places besides your scalp or you strictly scalp? I tried, <laughs> um, honestly, like I did. I tried my leg. Um, I tried, uh, you know, every place just to see if it would give me the same, um, satisfaction and it, it didn't really, um, I, I just, I can't, my, I just, I don't pull my eyebrow with my eyelashes. I, I do, I, I don't really pull them. I play with them. Um, and then I catch myself, um, pretty, pretty quickly. It's just, this scalp is just my that's my weakness for sure. I've tried other places though because just to just to give my head a break, my poor head a break and it just my hand just is attached. So so no, I guess the answer is no. It's mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. when your hair grows back, like my hair when it grows back it's it's like curly and different in textures. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed mm-hmm. the same with yours with your regrowth? Yeah, and it's gray too. Mm. very gray and some are white. And <laughs> it's like, even, I mean, I think I started growing gray hair at a pretty young age, but just randomly, not like, you know, my whole, my whole head, just random strands. Um, but, and I've read that that's very common with, um, with hair loss, especially with, you know, um, a, a entire follicle removal, it'll, it can grow back gray. And it, it, a lot of it, like right now this is my my the crown is my problem area it is trying to grow back though and it's growing back gray and very fine and soft
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah it's
0: different it's different when you first noticed yours grows back curly you said yeah, so it grows. I have like a, I have a braid in, but I have um I pull from this spot mm-hmm. when I was younger. I pulled from up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I keep pulling from this spot. And yeah, if my hair is like wet, mm-hmm. my hair is like straight, and then mm-hmm. there's this like thing sticking out. So I have like pictures of me, you know, like from my like from the back where my hair is all straight, and then there's this like little clump that's sticking out. And that curly. Is, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm oh he's tricky hair (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yes um so let's talk amy schumer tell me what did you think of of the life and beth episode um i had read something that before i watched it i read something that briefly explained um that she was gonna was going to address trick in that and I had totally forgotten I, that I read that article before I watched it. So I watched it and then I, you know, I saw that she started to kind of mess with her hair. It, it, it was a little while into the show and I was like, Oh my gosh, I remember she has trick and I think it really, you know, she in real life actually has it. And so I watched the show and I like, I, I, I cried a little bit because You know, I, I've been, I, I don't, you know, Amy Schumer gets a lot of hate, but I, I always thought she was pretty funny and I never, I always kind of liked her. Um, and you know, because she does say things that, you know, no one else really has the guts to say. Um, so, but for her to go this far and kind of be very honest about something like that, I mean, yeah, it made me, it made me, it made me cry. It was awesome. Um, and I still don't think, I still don't think a lot of people put that together though, because you don't, you still haven't, he- I haven't heard a lot about it. Um, I've heard a little bit about it. I've read some things, but I was expecting it to like blow up. And I was like, well, if people don't really care about Amy Schumer having it, then who's going to care that I have it? And why am I making it such a big deal? You know, but the fact that it came out and she you know, she was honest about it was to me amazing. It it made me cry. Um, I respect her so much for doing that because, you know, it is, it's a very private thing. It doesn't have to be, but it is, we make it very private and that's okay. But I feel like it's just people keep it private because they know that nobody understands it. So if we put it out there more and people understand it and destigmatize it you know it's it's gonna in this world full of you know glamour and emphasis on how you look then it would really help so many people and and you know just help people in their mental state and and how they go day to day and it's just it it really really me personally helped me so yeah what did you think same thing same thing cried was like i knew i knew going into it that she would have it i just mm-hmm. didn't know like what episode what it, it was happening and like you she started playing with the hair and i'm like zoned in zero mm-hmm. i recognize this like you know i i do this behavior and um i think she did a great job you know I've i've seen trick portrayed in other forms of media where I'm like, ugh, really, you know, why you had to do it like that? You know, things like this. And she, I think she did a beautiful job. I think there's the, the the spot that I keep thinking about is when she has like the little spot and she's like feeling around. Yeah. That's like, so I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly what we're yeah. finding the one we want. Yes. I, yes, exactly. Exactly. It was very detailed and, um, and and it's but it's almost it was almost so detailed that it was only truly understood by the people who have the condition. like you know other others who don't have it or don't understand it wouldn't wouldn't really uh, think about how important you know those little details are. It, it, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of want to watch it again now <laughs> me too me too <laughs> It's been a while, so I want to watch it again, yeah, so nice. have you um have you ever seen trick? in, like, a movie, TV, book, um, besides Amy's show? Not that I know of. I I have um, Googled, you know, um, celebrities who have trick or um, other body-focused repetitive behavior. And, um, you know, I think there were, like, Megan Fox, I think, came up. She might have um, some, you know, a type. Um, I think, I think it might be her hair. Um, there were quite a few that quite a few celebrities who, who popped up, of course, you know, they can wear wigs every day and, and make it to where nobody can tell. And it's, it's wonderful, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all I, I don't really, I, I don't think, Really, that's why I was so emotional about Amy Schumer is because I don't remember seeing anything else or hearing anything else about other people having it besides my cousin. And she's not famous, though. So, Mm -hmm. Besides your cousin, did you ever meet anyone else in real life who had Trick? No, I've never. Um, I did have a friend who compulsively picked her face um but it she stopped pr- like maybe two or three years after she was able to um to stop it to stop the behavior um and but that's about as close as i you know i but nail biters of course but no 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 or uh skin picking and i or they i mean and i my close friends and i get. I, I feel like i have met a lot of people but maybe they just haven't felt comfortable enough to to talk to me about it but um i really haven't met that many people with it and i feel like i've met a lot of people so i don't know <laughs> i don't know i know you i know that some of you have it but mm-hmm. but yeah no it was it was really my cousin who um I was mind blown when I found out that she had it. And then, but we don't, like I said, we only recently started to talk about it because both of our family members for our, or both of our um, immediate family members, we were were just kind of told to keep it or encouraged to keep it quiet or, you know, um, it was just, and it was that time. It was a time that time too. like, no one really talked about their mental illness. This was back in, you know, Mm early 2000s and 20 years ago and now you know people are very open about um you know their mental health which i love and i appreciate and i try to be just as open and so i think that um you know so I, i when i started to be a little more open on my instagram about it especially when amy schumer i would kind of share things from her from the show's instagram site or her site and you know i would get a message from my cousin that said i you know i it's truly refreshing to see you be so open about it she said because i can't really be open about it right now mm-hmm. um and i've never been like that and i said it i said right and he said it took me a long time to get here i mean it took me a long time to be comfortable with it but I, you know, you just can't be ashamed anymore because that's seventy five percent of it. Of the pain is shame, um, and I, I truly feel free from it when I talk about it or when I'm open about it. Because I don't care what other people think anymore. I did for a very long time. I cared way too much about how we looked, and now I just don't. And it's very freeing. I mean, for my own health, I need to keep it under control. And, you know, just my over, but it's not just the the pulling, it's the, it's, you know, what causes the pulling, it's the anxiety and it's the depression and it's, um, you know, the things that go on in my own head, it's, it's, that's what needs to be addressed really. Um, even though it's no one's business really, it's, it's almost like, yeah, I have it. What are you going to do? Like you, there's nothing you can say to me that no one's already said to me and I have the power to control, you know? if I can't have the power to control pooling, I have the power to express it, to um, talk about it. And that's my own, that's my decision. And so it is truly freeing to be able to be honest about it. Um, because I mean, if I'm, you know, it. I don't want it to hinder me from going out and being social and making friends because if somebody cares about what I look like because I have some bald spots on my head or I wear my hair in a ponytail all the time, then good. I'm glad that that already weeded out the people who I don't want to be friends with and I don't want to associate with. So, you know, at 37, I don't care anymore. The people who accept it are the ones that I want to be around anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I think that's beautiful. I, I love what you just said. I, I'm thinking like, Oh, that's the clip no i'm just kidding <laughs> for this <laughs> yeah no you can, you can clip that because i was thinking of i mean i just i was thinking about that i just i don't care anymore like even when i moved to san diego i was right when i moved here i was still um feeling uh self-conscious about it especially in san diego because here looks are, 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 are very important a lot more important than they were back in Fort Worth where I'm from. And so I, you know, for a while I was getting like facial injections to try to make up for the fact that I was, you know, I had thin hair, I was getting Botox and things like that. And then I just, I was like, I don't need to spend money on that. Like I need to age gracefully. Who cares about my hair? It just, you reach a point where, you know, you can't please, you realize you can't please everybody. You just need to focus on yourself a, and b, the way you look does not matter at all. It does not matter. You just need to take care of yourself.